What's up, everybody? I'm Oscar Barkas here with my buddy Sam McFadden. And this is the inaugural episode of the SOS Fantasy Podcast. Uh, we've been big players in fantasy football for years, have listened to plenty of podcasts, and this season we decided that we'd give it our own shot. Um, our inspiration, the Fantasy Footballers podcast quickly became our favorite this year. Um, so thank you to Andy, Mike, and Jason for inspiring us with your great podcast. Absolutely. Uh, to get us started, we're going to go through some quick news uh, segments. So the big one, Zeke, you know, everyone's top two running back, maybe top one, Sam's top one. Absolutely. Um, representatives close to him said that he will not play in 2019 without a new deal, even though he has two years left on his current contract. But they also believe that Jerry Jones is not going to let that happen. If he's not around before week one, there will be a new deal done. Absolutely. Jerry Jones gets deal do- deals done when the problem is money. That's the beginning and the end of it. I, I have no problem thinking that he'll be playing every game, if not the the majority of the season. Yeah, barring injury, we think Zeke's going to be there. I moved him down a few spots, but... When the problem's money, like Sam said, Jerry Jones always gets it done. The Cowboys are not afraid to shell out big contracts to guys that are important to them. Not at all. All right, so we're pretty much clear on that. Uh, second, LaShawn McCoy in camp yesterday said that he's been told that he's the guy. However, <laughs> less than 20 minutes later, Devin Singletary <laughs> was getting first-team reps. So we're not sure. Yeah, this is a lot of... Who knows what this could be? LaShawn McCoy's not going to go out there and say, oh, I'm the backup guy. So yeah. this really is a non-issue. Well, also the average age, besides Devin Singletary, of the Buffalo Bills backfield is about 46. So Yeah, it's it's the timeless backfield. I, but any it, it doesn't really matter. It, all, all these running backs are going at the back of the draft. You can draft any of them without worrying too much about them being handicapped. Um I think I think each of these guys is going to get some time as the starter during the season. So yeah, and whichever one ends up, I think that by week six or eight, it's going to be pretty clear who's the guy. And whichever running back is the guy is going to be a valuable fantasy piece. So right. just a situation to keep an eye on. Um, third piece of information, also the third, maybe fourth back in this rotation. Jarek McKinnon's back. The 49ers activated him off the pup. Um, Sam and I both have some opinions on this. Big news, big news. <laughs> Honestly, I thought they might have cut him before before this news. Yeah, we but... discussed this yesterday. He's, I mean, they. it's Kyle Shanahan. He loves Tevin Coleman. Also, last year, Matt Breda was great. So, I will say, Jarek McKinnon is, a, I think he's an a okay talented back. You know, he's yeah. got some talent. Um, last year, people were excited about him. Also, San Francisco can't keep a running back healthy. Yes. They had they went all the way back to Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson. Jeff Wilson, Jr. baby, junior last year, and they were serviceable. They so were. I do think that I do think there will be a a biggest guy here. I tend to think it's Matt Breda, and whoever that biggest guy is. Also will be very valuable, very valuable. Yeah, Buffalo and San Francisco are two of the top five, if not if not top ten, run heaviest teams. So yeah, and whoever it is in San Francisco is also going to be catching a lot of passes. So it is something to look at. Uh, Next, Ryan Fitzpatrick. 
It's magic, baby. Starting preseason week one, uh, Josh Rosen just cannot seem to win a job. So I like it because it makes the receivers in Miami pretty valuable because Fitzpatrick yep. is not scared to throw it down the field. So you know they did. Uh, they they have win over replacement in baseball, and they a guy did it for football. And the number two quarterback in win over replacement last year, none other than Fitzmagic himself. Fitzmagic, baby. Conor McGregor look alike. <laughs> for four or five weeks in the season, he'll be great. Yeah, and that I makes, have, it makes Sam's guy, Albert I, Wilson. I love Albert Wilson. Kenny Stills. I love Mike Gusecki. I mean, someone's going to be catching passes. Makes them all better. But there's a stipulation. Fitzmagic will not start the whole season. There's yeah. no way. So you can't draft him. Josh Rosen. Don't draft just Fitzmagic. Pick him off of, off of the waivers. But Josh Rosen will start at some point in the season. They have to figure out what they got in him. Otherwise, they'll draft a new quarterback. It'll happen at some point. Who knows? Yeah, I agree. Also, Fitzmagic will not be as good as he was last year. <laughs> it's just not well, the same. Yeah, Tampa Bay's offense was a lot better than Miami's. But, I mean, it's more worth it for the Miami receivers than anyone else. Absolutely. Uh, keep it moving. Cam Newton, uh, he is not playing preseason week one. Sam, you know a lot about this, so yeah, what do you think? It's, it's not a problem. Uh, Ron Rivera came out the other day and said that if he had good practices this week that he wouldn't play it preseason week one. And I'm not worried about it. I think Cam is fine. I think he had he's had everything from training camp has been great. Um yeah, and he's a we're going to talk about him a bunch He's later, a veteran so. QB, and here's the bottom line. Veteran QBs don't play that much no, preseason. It, no. It's not something to be worried You're not going to see Tom Brady out there. So. No, no. Um, next to tight end related, you know, big big position for fantasy. Uh, TJ Hawkinson has been a called a fixture with the first team offense of the Lions. We'll see how much that means. Rookie tight ends are not always valuable, but... I like TJ Hawkinson. I think he's a really good tight end, but like it, you're right. Rookie tight ends they're not outside of Evan Ingram the last couple of years. Yeah. It's not it's not going to be worth your time um to draft him. You can pick him off off of waivers if you want, maybe yeah. a couple weeks in the year, but I like to see a little more out of Matthew Stafford before I'm going after his tight end, you know. I agree. And any rookie receiver, it's always the same. Get off to a slow start, so I just would not draft him. Um, next, Kyle Money Rudolph. You know he locked in that big contract mm-hmm. earlier this offseason. off Irv Smith. He said that he and Kirk Cousins have been uh, improving a lot of chemistry. So big time stuff news. coming out of Minnesota. Big time stuff. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be running a lot of two tight end sets, which has worked for New England. So we'll see how it works in Minnesota. All right. Well, that was news. Um, we're going to move right into our first segment of the day, and we're going to call this ADP over under. So we're each going to pick um, someone that we think is going to beat their current ADP and someone who we do, are not at all confident with beating their current ADP. So um, we call this overs and unders. I'll, uh, I'll kick it off. Um, yeah, my the guy that I know is going to beat his ADP, done deal, absolutely, is Cam Newton. Uh, he's going as the as, according to fantasy football calculator. He's going in at the last pick of the eighth round, which is absolute 
insanity. Ridiculousness. It's, it's nuts. Um, he's the 10th quarterback off the board after Drew Brees and after Kyler Murray. He was great last year. People are so scared yeah, of it because of his that. injury, yeah. and he's being under- drafted everywhere. He was injured in week six, but five of the next six weeks, he had more than 20 fantasy points. He was still still wheeling and dealing. After that, his shoulders started to degrade a little bit. He, he only had, had one 20-point game after that. He was held out of the last two games because he literally couldn't throw more than 10 yards, which is scary, but he had the, sol- the surgery over the offseason, and it went perfectly. Successful surgery. He avoided the pup to start training camp, which is, which is bigger than you Huge. might think. Huge. And he's been a full participant the whole time. Yeah. The first thing he's going to be missing is this preseason, pre-season game, which um, is not a big deal. Not a big deal, again. Yeah. Um, but last season, he had the best completion percentage of his career by a pretty good margin. And through the first five games, before, including the game where he got hurt with, with the shoulder injury... He was on pace for 144 rushes, 666 yards uh, on the ground, and nine and a half rushing touchdowns, which is absolutely insane for a quarterback. (laughs) You're not going to see many quarterbacks doing that out there, and that's huge for fantasy. And we won't see him get to those numbers this next year because they're going to watch his injury, but he's going to be pretty close. Right, and... You know, yeah, people will say he's not going to rush as much or as hard because of his injury, but he's been he's been through injured seasons before, yeah, and he still went out there and was rushing smarter than ever. Yeah, you do not have to convince me. We know he is great, and any rushing quarterback is going to be a top ten guy. He's locked in. He is. He will be a top ten guy, and which is he's being is? drafted tenth, and his ceiling is a top three guy. Yeah, I mean. He finished the top number two. two I mean, yeah, he's two years he's ago. done it before. He can do it again. He's it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it is crazy. And we'll talk about this in our next segment. But he is our consensus quarterback seven. Sam's got him at six. I've got him at eight. Um, we obviously think he's going to be very good. So um, I'm going to get into my over. I feel like a little bit of a homer right here as a Texans fan. But my over is Kiki Kuti. He's going at 10.01 in half PPR leagues, um, which is just crazy considering how well he played last year. So first, he injured his hamstring in training camp, missed the first three games, came back, hung 11 for 109 on Indianapolis, and then 6 for 51 in a touchdown on Dallas. Played against Buffalo, didn't play as well. He got 33 yards on three catches. Um, but that was mostly a product of Deshaun Jackson or Deshaun Watson being sacked s- seven times, and uh, that was the game Jonathan Joseph ran back the Nathan Peterman interception to win the game. So the offense was not playing well this game, so that's why he didn't play as well. Re-injured it week seven, came back week ten with a five for six, seventy-seven on Washington, re-injured it again. So I understand there's a huge injury concern. However, his last game of the year against Indianapolis went 11 for 110 and 1 on 14 targets. So obviously Deshaun Watson loves this man. He disappears and reappears on the other side of the field. He's a crazy slot guy. And he's being drafted behind way worse players, including Will Fuller, who I don't think Will Fuller's bad. But if you're concerned about injuries with Kiki Kuti, you got to be with him also. And 
I'm the biggest fan of this guy. And so is Deshaun, or DeAndre Hopkins. He uh, was quoted yesterday saying, I think Kiki is one of our most improved players on this offense. And when you've got the best receiver on the team talking up the secondary receiver on the team, it's good news. Absolutely. Um, he's been, he was great. I had him on a couple teams last year, and he was awesome for me. Um, he's going to get all sorts of targets while he's playing. For sure, and if you're in a PPR league or a half PPR, that's huge. Bump huge. him up. I will. I should say, hamstring in, ish, injuries. They're tough. They linger. Yeah. They linger. He got. He hurt it three different times last season. So I would watch it if he gets. If he hurts it during training camp, be I'm careful. I'm down my list. Be careful. Yeah. People seem to uh, downplay hamstring injuries. No, they're always the worst, regardless of position. And, in terms of severity, maybe they're not that bad, but they stick around and yeah. they come back. So yeah. However, addressing the injury deal after last season, Bill O'Brien says they have revamped, revamped the whole medical staff because mm-hmm. they realized that rookies, especially Kiki being one of them, were coming in and getting really hurt. So I'm more confident this season that he'll stay healthy because. Before last season, he did not have injury concerns. Mm-hmm. So I'm just hoping Absolutely. he comes out without any hamstring issues. And I'm I'm also a full go on Kiki at, at the 10-01. In yeah. the 10th round, you're taking shots on guys like a yep. Kiki that could have a ton of targets, get a lot of points in there, uh, and, and you can mitigate some injury risk off of the waivers and stuff. It's a good pick yeah. in the 10th round, for yep. sure. I agree. All right, we got to move on because we got – our unders and then our second segment. So I'm gonna run through my under really fast. And this one's just crazy. People are drafting Kareem Hunt in the eighth round, 806, before Cam Newton. Oh, ludicrous, it's ludicrous. I hope that everyone realizes that he is not playing until week 10. He is suspended for the first eight games and they have a week nine bye. Ridiculous. Going off of running backs, he's before Adrian Peterson, Damian Harris, Jalen Samuels, Peyton Barber, the San Francisco running backs not named Tevin Coleman. These are all guys that you can start for those first eight weeks and then pick up Kareem Hunt off waivers. It's, And then, not to mention, Nick Chubb, he's pretty good. And Duke Johnson's still on the team also. So there are a lot of running backs in that backfield, a lot of talented running backs in that backfield. And if the team is playing well, they're not just going to throw Kareem Hunt in there when he's back. I agree. Listen, he can play Week 10. But you're crazy if you think he's going to have a big role in Week 10, his yeah. first week back. That's insane. He'll have the Week the week 9 uh, bye to practice with the team. Not enough. Chubb, he said it. He said he's good, but I want to I wanna make sure everyone knows this. Nick Chubb is very good. Very good. Very good. He beat out Carlos Hyde, who they had paid for a big contract, within the first four weeks of the season, was already showing how much better than he was. And he should have beat him out earlier. And we don't know... <laughs> how good Kareem Hunt's going to be without the Andy Reid system. We don't know. He's he's obviously a talented guy, but af- after a year off of football, who knows? I will say, once he comes back, Duke Johnson, really upset with the team. If he doesn't have a big role, he'll continue to be upset. And Kareem Hunt is a very good pass catcher. So I, I, will, I will say that. I, I have no problem with you guys picking up Kareem, uh, Kareem Hunt after you know week seven or eight yeah as soon as it gets close 
you can think about yeah, it. And you have an open roster spot, but don't let it do not let it constrict your team like this. Because if yeah. you draft a guy like this, you have to keep him. Yeah, all. You, you have to. Otherwise, it's not. Otherwise, otherwise you're wasting an eight round pick. Yeah. No one's gonna trade you for Kareem Hunt. Yeah. You know. So, be careful. Uh, my under is also ridiculous. Tevin Coleman for the San, San Francisco 49ers. He's being drafted at 6.04 in half P, PPR leagues. Uh, and <laughs> he's going before Lamar Miller, Latavius Murray, Dante Pettis, Robbie Anderson, and Miles Sanders. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Why? I, I, it doesn't even make sense. Why? There's just... He was the guy on a better offense last year. And was not good. And he sucked. Yeah. Ido Smith was taking touches. And, and Ido, Ido Smith, Smith was horrible. Garbage last year. Yeah. <laughs> so he's he's back with Kyle Shanahan, which he had his most productive years with. But come on. And we looked this up the other day. I thought he was a big pass catcher because you always think Tevin Coleman's a big pass catcher. The most catches, he never broke the 40 catch mark in his career with Atlanta. No. And what's what's making you think that it's going to get better in San Francisco with two other great pass catchers? Exactly. It, you got to get this in your in your mind. Tevin Coleman, he he has a chance to be the guy there. It's not guaranteed. If it was guaranteed, I'd be okay with the 604. But Tevin Coleman is just he's not that talented. No. He he's Got competition in Matt Breda, who's going at the twelve twelve. Are you kidding me? Did you see Matt Breda's <laughs> stats last later. year? Six rounds. I would absolutely every day take Matt Breda at the twelve twelve over Tevin Coleman six six and a half rounds before it. Yeah. Not to mention he has had a couple injuries in the back in the past. Yeah. That whole backfield is injured. Matt Breda, I know Matt Breda is injured. He hasn't he hasn't come back yet. He's still working on it, but come on, we talked about it. San Francisco, there's going to be value in that backfield, but taking the chance in the sixth round before guys that you know have roles just does not make sense. No. All right, I got to keep us moving because we're rambling a little bit. But our second segment, we're just going to run through our QB ones. So we uh, each did our ranked our quarterbacks and then averaged them together. And we're going to run through our top 12. Um, first one's pretty easy. Patrick Mahomes. Consensus number one. Literal superhero, like a Madden quarterback. Uh, stipulation on Patrick Mahomes' name. If you're not in a keeper league and he's not being kept, he's being drafted really, really high. Too high. And if you think he's going to throw 5,000 yards and 50 touchdowns again... Look at history. It, it's not going to happen. has never happened. And trust me, I love Patrick Mahomes. Drafted him in the third round in a dynasty league, which I thought was too high myself. But it's just, in, in a redraft especially, the third round, you, you're giving up way too much talent for the drop-off. For a running back or wide receiver, the third round to the eighth round is way different than the quarterbacks. And we'll get into some eighth-round quarterbacks in a little bit. Absolutely. Um, he's, we still think he's going to be the number one guy. He can. He was so far and away the number one guy. If he has regression, like everyone thinks he, does, everyone knows he will. Yeah. He can still be the number one guy. Yeah. He's just not going to be that, you know, best player in twenty fantasy. more touchdowns than everyone else. Yeah. Just crazy guy. Also, people have had a year to see him play, 
it'll be a little tougher for him. It will be a little tougher. And I still think the talent is tremendous. But, again, the third round is tough. It's tough to pull that trigger. Um, and we're going to get into another guy. Fifth round, 504, Deshaun Watson. That's still really high. And he's our consensus two. Both of us have him at two. Um, but, and obviously he's great. Same, same deal with Patrick Mahomes. And I love him. He's on the Texans. But the talent drop-off from the fifth round to the eighth round for quarterbacks is negligible. Right. Uh, I can. I will say I can stomach the idea of drafting Deshaun in the fifth round better than Pat Mahomes. Oh, in the for third. sure. Because only I because I'm giving up. I'm giving up starting running backs, yeah. starting wide receivers, really good players for a quarterback. And in the fifth round, I'm still giving up some good players, but. It's a little easier to stomach. A little you know? easier to stomach. And I and I do believe that there's a chance that Deshaun Watson finishes as the quarterback one. Say that the protection is a lot better. Who knows oh, here's, how that offensive if, line is doing. If DeAndre Hopkins, Will Fuller, and Kiki Cutie are healthy for 16 games, which I'll go on record saying, not going to happen. <laughs> but if that were to happen, I'm crossing my I, would, I would probably put money on uh, Deshaun giving Patrick Mahomes a run for his money. Oh, for sure. When those three guys are healthy, the Texans' offense is like... Lights out. Like, it's so smooth. It's yeah. it's wonderful. Um, so if they're, if they're healthy, Deshaun Watson, he's got no problems in the yeah. world. They, I wish they had uh, upgraded the offensive line a little yes. bit more. Uh, I don't think it's a significant difference from last year or the year before. <laughs> and he's going to get sacked a lot, probably. He is. But he's working on his uh, getting rid of the ball faster because he did hold on to the ball way more than any other quarterback in the league. Way too A long. lot of those 62 way sacks were his fault. but Kept trying to get out of stuff, and it's just he's got to yeah. play smarter than that. But... Consensus number two. Um, our third guy is Aaron Rodgers. I have him at three. No, I have him at four. You have him at three. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's our consensus number three. And last year, I understand, wasn't the greatest. Um, but his touchdown to interception ratio was the best of his career, 25 to two, which is Tom Brady. I mean, no one else does that. And that's why Aaron Rodgers is put Ridiculous up there as one numbers. of the best quarterbacks. Um, he threw for over 4,000 yards, close to four and a half. Um, and I think the offense is going to be a lot better under Matt LaFour. So it's, it all comes down to touchdowns. He had 20, he only had 25 touchdowns. Um, you look at, you know, Pat Mahomes, he had 50. Yeah. Um, you look at Andrew Luck, four, you know, 39, Matt Ryan, 35. These guys, the, the offense has to be better. I mean, the word coming out of, coming out of that uh, that team sounds better. So sounds they're trying a lot to establish better. the run, which would yeah. help a lot. It can't just be Aaron Rodgers no. carrying no. you know ten other and he's guys. He's so talented, but he's so good. Uh, he's had a year to come back from this injury he had a couple years back. He's 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 gonna be great. Yeah. He's gonna be really really. And good. he's going at the six oh two, which that's where I could consider depending on how my team's shaping up. Um, I can consider taking a quarterback in the sixth round. Um, and if you're going to take one, why not Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers, great pick. <laughs> I, I, I haven't seen him go that far down very often. Yeah, um, often he's in the fourth or fifth. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it depends on your league when they how they value quarterbacks. Um, we personally are big 
big guys on the late round quarterback. Wait on quarterback. Um, but we definitely have guys in our home leagues that take quarterbacks really early and stuff. No matter how much we uh, plead them <laughs> to play, smart. beg them. But um, but let's keep this going. Our number four guy is Carson Wentz. I'm at three. You have him at five. Um, I love this guy. He's going at seven twelve right now. I really considered him making or considered making him my guy to beat the over. Um, listen, injury concerns are real. You know? Very real, very real. But we talked about it with Cam Newton also. As long as he's looking healthy right now. I'm completely okay with drafting Carson Wentz without any doubt he's that he's going to be good. Yeah. Uh, two years ago, he was having an MVP season. He would have been MVP. That guy, if he hadn't gone down, he would have been MVP. That guy was on fire. He was just, no one could stop him. Yep. Um, and he had the injury, and he's been in and out and everything, and that injury's lingered. And, and it makes people down on him, which I understand, but... It makes sense. If he was up in the fifth round, I'd say there's no way in hell I'm going to draft him. Yeah. Um, but have you seen the Eagles' offense? Yeah. The I additions mean, they've made. How ridiculous. It was already incredible, and the additions they've made. They have probably the best offensive line in the league, first yes. of all. They have a new running back in Miles Sanders and another one in Jordan Howard, who are, who are be better than tandem. anyone they had last year. Way better, light years better. Um, they, Alshon's back. They from still injury. have Alshon. Deshaun Jackson is huge. I'm huge on Deshaun Jackson. I think it's going to be enormous for this team. I think it's bigger than most people think. Um, they also got a JJ Arcega Whiteside, huge wide receiver, machine. huge wide receiver, good red zone threat. They have the best tight ends in the league, best tight end tandem. I mean, there's just no no argument. Yeah, Carson Wentz is stepping into the best team he's ever played for. Absolutely, and you know, he's a talented guy. Yeah, he can throw and the ball really well. Throw the ball really well, but also he can run the ball really well. We talked about earlier. If you're one of those quarterbacks that's running the ball. You're going to be a top 10 guy no matter what. And he had 64 attempts in 2017, which is more than Patrick Mahomes had last year. I think he's going to be really good. Absolutely. Um, And that's why he's my number three guy. Our number five guy consensus is Andrew Luck. I've got him at six. You've got him at four. Mm -hmm. Um, I love this guy. He was my, my quarterback last year. You could get him late. And the only reason that I'm further down on him this year is the calf injury. And it's scary. It's scary. I he's one of those guys, and there's a couple of them that they have they're having issues right now, or there's holdouts. I have not moved him in my rankings yet. If it gets to the point where it's third or fourth week preseason, we're a week or two out from the season, and he's still you know not participating, I'll get scared. Um, I haven't drafted him anywhere yet. He's too high for he's yeah fifth round is too early for me it's a little too Um, early to stomach you know if he's back in the sixth or seventh i'd be all over him probably but when he played i don't think if the cap range is a problem i don't think it's going to be a long-term problem i think it'll be a couple weeks i don't think it's going to be a full season deal when once he comes back yeah it's like carson this is the best offense if he comes back it's over. This is the best offense that he's ever had for sure. Um, Paris Campbell's great. Yeah. Uh, Devin Funches. Devin Funches added, which, is you know, a whatever. big guy. You know. um, T.Y. Hilton, obviously, top 10 guy. 
Great Naeem tight Hines ends. Marlon Mack. It, yeah. it's, it's, and it's Frank great... Reich is a magician, so he's... Andrew Luck's going to be really good. Yeah. When, when he, he plays, plays he'll be great. And he's averaged 50 attempts. No one realizes this. He's a running quarterback. He's averaged 50 attempts in the last five years. Um, so another one of those guys. Once you have that rushing floor, it's really, really easy to get a top 10, top 12 performance. As long as you can uh, throw the ball okay Yeah. at Lamar Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. If he could just throw the ball, he'd be so good. Yep. And that's why he's not in this top 12. Um, but also, one last thing about Andrew Luck and the next guy we're going to talk about. He was, I believe, one of three quarterbacks to throw the ball over 600 times last year. It was Matt Ryan, Andrew Luck, and Ben Roethlisberger. And when you're throwing the ball more than 550 times and you're as accurate as Andrew Luck is, you're going to make things happen. I, I will say, last thing on Andrew Luck, though, I don't think he'll throw the ball over 600 times this season. No, because he's, gonna go he's back. got his healthy They're running gonna, backs. They, part of that was Marlon Mack was hurt, and yeah. he was in and out for a good portion of the season, and yeah. Andrew Luck had to throw the ball. Yeah. Naheem Hines isn't good enough to, to carry that entire load by himself. So agree, it'll go down a little bit. Andrew Luck is still going to be awesome. Yeah, and it's not like they're going to stop throwing the ball. No. You can't with Andrew Luck. Uh, moving on, next guy is Matt Ryan. I don't think we have to talk about him very much. He finished second last year. He's always one of those top guys, and he doesn't run the ball very much. The reason that he finished so high last year is he ran the ball a good amount and got, what was it, four touchdowns? Four rushing touchdowns, which, which is, is more than the last five years combined. Yeah, which is hard to repeat, <laughs> and so that's why he's further down. He's our number six guy. Uh, I think we both have him. No, I've got him at five. Sam's got him at seven. Um, but you know, it's Matty Ice. He's going to be good. It. He's. I. He's going. I think he'll be good. I'm not going to draft him anywhere for a couple of reasons. The running game is back. You yeah. Know? Edo Smith. It's not Edo Smith and Tevin Coleman yeah. like it was last year. It's Devonta Freeman. Yeah. And Devonta Freeman is really good as long as he's not hurt. Um, so Matty Ice is not going to have to run the ball. Also, yeah. I'd like to point out that. Matt Ryan has been very inconsistent over the years. <laughs> yeah, and he'll finish top he'll, two. He'll and get then a top two, and then he'll get yeah, you know a 13. back. Yeah, it's it, it's happened every other year, every his other whole year. career. However, this is the dome year. He's playing inside. He's playing inside. <laughs> it's and you know, know it's not. Much, I don't know his, how much his history is not that. necessarily indicative of how he's going to perform this year, but. Um, He's he he'll be good. I'm yeah. I'm just not gonna. I'll I'll let him be good on someone else's team. Yeah, and you know the seventh round for a guy that doesn't run is tough. So we'll see. We'll see how he goes. Um, keep keep the ball moving. Cam Newton, number seven. Like we said earlier, Sam has him at six. I've got him at eight. Um, I don't think we need to talk very much because we you talked about him a lot yeah. already. He's gonna he's good. Be so he's good. So come good. on, draft him. Don't draft him too much to raise his ADP, but draft him at the back of the eighth round. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> um, next guy, Baker. So I've got him at nine. Sam's got him at eight. He's our consensus number eight. Um, I mean, what do you say? I, <laughs> Turn the Browns around. He's awesome. Um, I love the guy. I love the energy he brings. He's one of my favorite players to watch now. Um, he's super talented. I will say I didn't think that he'd be this high in my rankings but i just kept on moving him up yeah every time i looked at it yeah the guy it, you, it's hard to hate the guy 
It's hard not to root for him. Yeah, and talk about we talked about all these quarterbacks stepping into much better teams. Oh, the best. Baker He's, had the best improvement. Absolutely. Odell Beckham, Odell Beckham <laughs> is going to be great for the Browns, great for Baker. Uh, he's still got Jarvis Landry, who is better for him than he is as a standalone fantasy a- asset. Um, and Odell is a great option all over the field, but great red zone option. And Baker is tremendous in the red zone. Not to mention, whenever Odell was on the field, I think it was he averaged he he brought up Eli Manning's completion percentage three percent. And considering from games nine through sixteen, Baker's completion went up already ten percent. He was hovering at about sixty eight percent. If he's up at close to seventy percent, mm. oh, so oh, good, so ridiculous. Good. He he um, he had the most touchdowns by a rookie quarterback in a ever. season ever. And he didn't play all sixteen games. Yeah. So and Hugh Jackson was his coach. For and yeah, and Hugh Jackson six weeks was his coach. And then uh, what's his face? Greg Williams. Greg Williams. And and you know Sam and I have talked about this a lot. We love Freddie Kitchens. Super smart guy. So good. offensive mind. So played good quarterback for at Bama. He listens to Baker. Their offense is going to be tremendous. The only thing I've got to say negative about Baker. He's in the sixth round. Six oh nine. And I'm like Aaron Rodgers, been seeing him drafted a lot earlier than that. So it's hard to for me to want to draft him there, but it's a little too rich for my blood. God. <laughs> uh, all right, moving on though. Our next guy, uh, our number nine guy, that's Jared, Jared Goff. Um, Goffrey. He's he's good I, he's yeah. he's I mean he's, plays for Sean McVay. he plays for Sean McVay he's the quarterback in the, for the Rams yeah three he, of the best you know top 20 wide receivers yeah Robert Woods Cooper Cup and Brandon Cooks are gonna get theirs he's got Todd Gurley still Daryl Henderson now he's still got a good offensive line Andrew Whitworth came back he's this offense will be a top two offense yeah you know? their floor is probably three yeah it's 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 insanity I, I mean and they still got Aaron Donald on these sides so they're gonna have turnovers every once in a while yeah. they're gonna have the ball a lot they're gonna get a lot of yards a lot of touchdowns in that offense and he's so much more accurate than people thought about him coming out of college um he threw 32 touchdowns last year which was great and he's still improving. He he did not throw a whole lot of touchdowns in the red zone last year, and that's going to get better, um, especially with injury concerns for Todd Gurley. I mean, hey, Cooper Cup's back. I I think I, he's one of my favorite late round guys. He's at the nine oh nine. That's an easy pull the trigger for me. Absolutely. Um, so he's our ninth ranked guy. I just want to see where we both have him. I have him at fourteen. Uh, Sam's got him at nine. Um, I think he's great. There's not much else to say. <laughs> um, but you know, draft Jared Goff at the end of the night. By round. all means, don't draft him, and we'll take him later. Yeah, you know? if you if you guys want to <laughs> keep on hating on Jared Goff, then that's fine with us. Our next guy, uh, number ten overall, I have him at seven, I believe, and Sam has him at fourteen. So. This is tough because I love him so much, but he last year was ridiculous. And this guy is Russell Wilson. He will never have this efficient of a year again. But no way. I still believe in the talent. I believe in the team. They're going to 
throw the ball more than they did last year. I will bet money on that. I think Russell Wilson's going to be really great. Plus, he ran the ball 30 times per game, or 30 times over the course of the season less than he did over the past six years. So I think that, not to say there's room to grow for Russell Wilson, it's just there's going to be more opportunity for him next year. This is perhaps our biggest disagreement so far that we've uh, found that we've had over the season i am not drafting russell wilson this season i will not do it even though he is in the ninth round i will not do it he he just isn't doing it for me he's like you said the efficiency last year was absolutely insane it's not gonna happen again tyler lockett was insane he's not gonna be that efficient next season They'll, they'll throw it to him. Two more. great running backs that are both healthy at the moment. I hey, I will not say that Rashad Penny's great yet. That is not. I'm not. He is a that. great pass catcher. I'm confident that both of them are going to be very good, and there's still going to be time for Russell Wilson to be very good. Tyler Lockett, yeah, he won't be that efficient again, but he, they're going to throw the ball to him more. Also, they're going to throw the ball more than 400 tw- times. I also think that they are going to continue to be perhaps the run-heaviest offense in the league. Brian Schottenheimer will run the ball over and over and over again. And he has Chris Carson. He has Rashad Penny. That's going to take away from Russell Wilson. You can't take this much away from Russell Wilson, though. You can't watch what he did last year. I'm confident that there's going to be a good enough change to where Russell Wilson's a top-ten guy. I'm just saying, listen, Seahawks fans, talking to you guys, you might be ripping your hair out come Week 10, screaming at Brian Schottenheimer to let Russell Wilson do more. I mean, most likely, but I still think that they're going to throw the ball more than the 427 times that they did last year, which is ridiculous. Should not Carson Wentz was injured for how many weeks and threw the ball 401 times. So it's it's I I believe that there's going to be a change. They realize how good Russell Wilson is. Gave they him already that new, knew how good he was. They gave him that new Don't contract with the uh, Seattle. <laughs> so, I I mean, as corny as he is off the field, I believe in the talent. I think he's going to be very good. I guess we'll just um, have to wait and see. Our next guy, Kyler Murray. Um, so, I put in his stats on this document from college, which are just not going to happen again because it's moving from Ridiculous the Big 12 numbers. to NFL defenses but another one of those running guys if he runs the ball 50 times which is just already going to happen that's less than four times a game um he's going to run the ball 50 times and that gives him that floor he is that good i believe in the talent cliff kingsbury's the new coach they want to run the most plays out of anyone in the nfl i i believe that he's great i have him at my number 10 and you've got him at 12 so i uh i love kyler too i think he's a really talented guy um cliff kingsbury is going to be great for fantasy for however long he's a head coach who knows if he's a good head coach yet but his fantasy output will be awesome they want they said they want to run 90 to 95 plays that's not going to happen do not expect that no it's never happened in the history of the league it'll be somewhere closer to 70 something like that which is still a lot. Still a ton. That's top top couple in the league, yeah. for sure. Still a lot of plays. A huge improvement over the last year where they were the lowest in the league in, pl- yeah. in uh, plays. And um, points. Yeah. David points Johnson is great. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald's great. Christian Kirk will be great. They've got some young guys. If those young guys can produce, 
It'd be awesome. The and they're outfit- running that air raid Cliff Kingsbury offense, and that's where Kyler succeeds. So I That's exactly what he that's exactly where he's coming from. He should be very comfortable in this offense. He is a very accurate passer. Extremely accurate. He's, he's gonna run the ball a lot and he's a good runner when he yeah. runs. And um, he's safe, so less worry about injury. He's 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 gonna be really good. Yeah. And and the only thing that is throwing me a little bit is he's in the eighth round. He's the first round, first pick of the eighth round on fantasy fa- football calculator, and he's rising. And the more he rises, the less I'm going to draft him. Yeah. When there's guys that we have ranked higher, such as Cam Newton, Jared Goff, Russell Wilson for me, even Carson Wentz, I I'm going to take all four of those guys over. I take over Kyler. But, I will as well. I still believe in the talent. We obviously think he's going to be pretty good. He's our 11th guy. Um, if he falls to me, I'm going to take him because yeah. If he falls, if he falls, if he falls to the ninth round, I'll take him. If he falls to the eighth round, as if Cam Newton gets drafted before him, I will most likely be drafting Kyler Murray. Um, yeah, it's just scary to draft a rookie. The unknown. It's it is. Know, and it and, is. Yeah, I, I would. I would. I it would be. I might pick him, but it would be a uh, eyes closed, click the button sort of pick. <laughs> yeah, and he might be one of those guys where he it takes a few weeks for him to acclimate. So whoever drafted him in the seventh or eighth round, you can trade him for nothing. Yeah, if that happens, trade for Kyler Murray. If, yeah. if he starts off slow, trade for him. And, Absolutely. Uh, try and get some upside off of it. Um, trying to wrap this up, our last guy, future Hall of Famer, one of the best quarterbacks ever. Uh, Drew Brees. The great Drew Brees. The great. One of my favorite, probably my favorite quarterback in the league. I love him and love what he does for fantasy. I mean, he's in a great offense. Michael Thomas. Got Jared Cook now. Alvin Kamara, obviously. Latavius Murray. That is a high-powered offense. They're going to be one of the league leaders in points scored. And Although his talent dropped off a little bit towards the end of last year, I'm a big believer that he's going to be pretty good. I do not think... Listen, I love Drew Brees, mm-hmm. and I would never say anything bad about him. But I don't think he's going to be a starter week in, week out. Yeah. He, is, he is a guy that I would be willing to... Uh, go off the waivers you know yeah um, however but he's being drafted in the eighth round I'm, so look, he, he if i have him. him on my team i feel like i'm stuck with him because it, it hurt a lot to drop him to the waivers but i think that's the best utilization of his of his props he doesn't throw the ball deep anymore it's yeah. all it's all short Shorts stuff which is great because michael thomas is great and alvin yeah. is great it works it doesn't work that good. He's yeah. not He's not a top-end option anymore. That's just not how it works. It feels like he is because he's in such a good offense. But he had less than four, just barely less than 4,000 yards, only 32 touchdowns, it, which it's it's good numbers. It just doesn't translate to a top-five finish yeah. or anything like that. Yeah, not his, gonna... his ceiling isn't top-five anymore. It's probably top-eight, top-ten. Yeah, yeah, and I and I would be surprised if he was that high. I think, I think he... I wouldn't be surprised at all if he ends up as a... QB one at the end of the year, not at all. But but week in week out, he's not. He's not. He's he's a he's a waiver kind of quarterback this season, which sucks to say. But you got to play it smart. Um, He's my number eleven guy. Your number ten guy. So obviously, we still see so much talent in him. Yeah, it's a it's it's a philosophy thing on how you play fantasy football. It's do you want to strive to always start a guy that you you think could end up 
uh, each week as a QB as a is a top ten quarterback, which would be picking up off of waivers, playing the matchups, or do you want to play a safe guy like Drew Brees that'll end up in the top fifteen every 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 day? week? Because if you if you and play Drew Brees and he's a end. and he's the QB fifteen that week, then he's still going to be scoring you eighteen points, but. Yeah. He's not going to win you a week. No, he's not. Um, gonna, so he's, he's, he, he could win you a week maybe twice a year. Yeah, and that's that's just where he's at in his career, like you said. Uh, and that's just the whole quarterback, how much they're worth. Um, so with those guys at the top, and Drew Brees is in the eighth round. So it's if you're wanting to stick with him all year, I don't mind you drafting him in the eighth round. However, if you're playing it like Sam says, the, the more points – Directed the way that you're going to score more points, which is dropping and adding quarterbacks. Right, drafting Drew Brees in the eighth round is going to be tough. To I will say, if you end up with Drew Brees on your team at some point in the season, you can most likely trade him for to someone in your league that is QB needy or just really likes QBs. They're in every league. Find him, take advantage. Yeah, get his third running back. Yeah. Take advantage. Of, yeah. he's he he could be someone. He's someone that will get more in a trade than he's probably worth in the yes. right situation. Um, and before we close out, going back to this, you know, streaming versus starting all year, is there a line out of our top twelve guys where if you have this guy in your team, you're just going to stick with him all year? Is there a cleared line for you, or is there a if I if I if I draft? Um, any one of those quarterbacks besides Drew Brees and probably Drew Brees, Russell Wilson, or Kyler Murray, those last three guys, I will not start them every. I will not start them week week in week out. If I have any of the previous nine guys, who we should probably get through it again anyway, it's Pat Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, Aaron Rodgers, Carson Wentz, Andrew Luck, Matt Ryan. Cam Newton, Baker Mayfield, and Jared Goff, and I take that back. Matt Ryan, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I. I don't think I would start him week in, week out either. Um, some of these guys, I would try and get trade value out of if I yeah. had them. Some of them, I would, and if I don't, I would probably just drop them to the waivers, which seems ludicrous. It does, but when you draft late round, as you should, it doesn't hurt us. You got to play the waivers. Yeah. The, uh, it. There are some leagues. We definitely have a league where people keep two quarterbacks on their team all year round. It makes it a little tougher to stream quarterbacks, but it is still possible. Still possible. Absolutely, absolutely. So uh, just keep that in mind when you're drafting. Yeah. And if you if you miss out on all these guys, don't worry about it. Yeah. But I was, I was wait, gonna say. wait till the thirteen thirteenth uh, round or so. Pick up Josh Allen. Yeah, Dak Prescott. Josh Allen is our consist is our consensus fourteen, and he's going in the thirteenth round. Uh, Dak Prescott's going a little bit before him. He's he's finished as a QB one every single year of his career so far. And you, with guys like Philip Rivers, Ben Roethlisberger, Mitch Trubisky, Lamar Jackson, they're all going to be on your. They're all top eighteen guys for us, mm-hmm. and they're all going to be on your waivers at some point, and they're all great streams. So Absolutely, if. If you don't end up with a top four or five guy, do not stress because it, it is way worth getting the top end running backs and wide receivers. Mm-hmm. And um, the last guy I'll mention on the quarterbacks is Jameis Winston. He's our consensus thirteen guy. Listen, Jameis, he's had a, he has not looked like a good quarterback by any means so far in his career. 
but the talent on that offense is great. Ridiculous. Mike Evans is awesome. Chris Godwin's awesome. OJ Howard, incredible. And Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians throws the ball. He throws it deep. That's what they're good at. He is a great. Uh, off- uh, he's a great head coach to have for the offense. He's been talking up how a lot of Jameis's problems were mechanical. I don't know if I buy that or not. If it's true, Jameis could be. Jameis is one of those guys in the in the late rounds, and he could and he I, he could end up as a top six guy if he, oh, if everything goes if everything right. Goes and he, right. You know, if he's not an idiot this season. Which is hard to buy. Hard to buy, but you know he could. And if you're you want to for free, if right you want to take so. a, high, a high upside guy, the Josh Allen or the Jameis Winston is probably the route to go late, yeah. late, uh, late round. Well, if you've listened to us this all the way through, we really appreciate it. Thanks for joining us for our first episode. Thank you guys so much. Um, and we'll be trying to go about once a week during the regular season. So make sure to follow our, our Twitter at SOS Fantasy Pod. Um, again, SOS Fantasy Pod. We really appreciate you guys. As this uh, goes on, we'll uh, get more clean, and we're going to set up a set day that we release these out on uh, to get it to whoever's listening. Um, but uh, we will be tweeting in, uh, as much as we as we can. Um, we'd love to interact with you guys. If you ever, ever want to talk to us, Reach out. Reach out to us, you know. We, and if you have ideas for us or feedback or whatever, we would love to hear it. Yeah, and we'll answer any questions you have about fantasy. Uh, it, part of the thing that we want to do that, that we're excited about with this podcast is hopefully we get some listeners that want to talk fantasy with us. Yep. Because that's, that's all we want to do is talk That's fantasy. the point of this. So, yeah. again, we really appreciate you guys and hopefully see you next week. Bye.